This podcast is brought to you by the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. To find out more about how to grasp the means of your own awakening, visit our website at www.trilliumawakening.org. Notice the space you're in, the room, how you're sitting, how you're oriented to the space. Your space is oriented to the rest of the building or house and the street, the street within your city or county, town, within the state. To locate yourself in space. Tune into your body. Bring your attention to the tips of your big toes. Feel the connection with the earth below your feet. Energetic connection between your feet and the earth. Bring your attention up to your knees and feel the sensation of your bottom portion on the couch or chair or floor. Bring your attention up to your back and spine. your attention to your tops of your shoulders and your arms to your hands. Feel the tips of your thumbs. Feel the webbing between your thumb and your forefinger. Just notice how your hands are sitting on your lap or on your knees or thighs. However they are, just notice. Bring your attention up to the very top of your head. You might sense an energy connection from above the top of your head. Bring your attention to your breath and just exercise the capacity to regulate your breath. We breathe in a little deeper. Breathe out very slowly. Just do that a few times as you follow the rhythm of your breath, but regulate it somewhat just so you get a sense of, to help you to come into time, space and time is very important to be in space and time. Mm 
You could say the process of meditation is to connect you more with your essential self, your spirit. But we also need to bring that into the, this reality of our space and time. It's not a practice about escaping space and time, but about locating yourself in space and time and encouraging your spiritual self, your consciousness, to be in space and time. what we call embodiment. Now by shifting your attention, there's a couple of things I want to emphasize that we've exercised. One is how easy it is to direct attention. And secondly is that wherever you direct your attention, you receive information. Now I invite you to direct your attention to your sense of self, the felt sense of your own existence as I. The feeling sense of your own existence, feeling sense of yourself as I, not I am, just pure I. And preference is chest area. This is not the thought I, the feeling sense of yourself.
And this is the fundamental process that developed in my being in years of meditation and self-inquiry. This practice was influenced within me by three particular masters. Always happy to share it. In the next phase of this, you see if you could say the journey, the spiritual aspect of the journey of life is about the evolution of our identity. And the core of the identity is the sense of self. The I principle, the consciousness of I. Most everyone uses this phrase I. So if we want to know, to understand the different levels and aspects of the self, it only makes sense to take a look at it. And I'm not using a question here because a question supposes that you don't know. This looking presupposes that you do know and that you have direct access. Whatever you pay attention to develops in your life. You, you receive information, you receive the truth of what you pay attention to simply by paying attention. What if, what if your mind is just racing off on every other thought you can think of and should just keep coming back to the sense of I? Yeah. It's a gentle returning. It's a preference. And the mind is going to do what it's going to do. If you went swimming in the ocean and you want to explore what's in the ocean, you just dive down and look around. Little fish, big fish, the ocean doesn't mind. The ocean of consciousness is not concerned about the thoughts in your mind. They're like fish in the ocean. Even if there's a whale in the ocean, it doesn't disturb the ocean.
for the next part of the, this practice. In the case when we're doing it with a group like this, is to direct the capacity of the practice into our outward movement, you could say. So there's thinking, speaking, and acting. The idea of the practice of development of meditation is to bring greater alignment to what we feel, what we think, what we say, what we do, to harmonize these different parts. And so we'll begin to, to, to some degree, to some extent, we've created a group coherence here. We've created a collective consciousness. The, uh, I'm involved in a study of the um, energy field. And each person has a unique energy field. When we come together as a collection, as, even as two people, there's what's called a third energy field. Some people can actually see that energy field. You can kind of lean a bit towards getting a sense of this third person here, this third presence, energy field of the collective. So what we will do is harness that presence and then give it the exercise of intentionality. And we'll direct it to each person in the group, starting with Herb. Just exercise the will of enhancing Herb's well-being on every level. physical, mental, emotional, and identity-wise. And so we're turning up the setting of the thermos of the regulator on the wall for the light to make a brighter and brighter connection with his human self and his, let's say, divine self. And we'll move over to Gina as we intend to enhance the well-being in Gina's life from the level of consciousness out, increasing the radiance and the brilliance of her consciousness. Aligning her intelligence, her mind, and her heart more perfectly with her essential nature, her source nature.
move over to Marshall. As we intend to enhance his well-being. And we'll move to Fred. As we intend to enhance the well-being of Fred. There's a great benevolent intelligence that operates every atom and every galaxy through its our will and intention that we bring the intelligence, the consciousness of the individual Fred more and more in tune with that great intelligence. And we'll shift, shift to Victor. So we intend to enhance the connection of the person we know as Victor with his Shall we say higher self for his soul nature, his pure connection with the divine self. We'll move to uh, Sarah Epperly with the intention to infuse her with greater life, the greater love, the greater sense of her own magnificence. Lighting her up from the inside out. machine intending for her the very best. We don't know what that is. We let her, her own wisdom determine how this grace and benevolence is being directed. And we'll switch to Bob Epperly. I believe one of the reasons that humans have a lot of extra suffering and pain is because we all intuitively know something about our magnificence. But we feel we've lost it. So there's a kind of ambient suffering that we all sort of go through as humans. It's our will and intention to 
bring Bob's being more in touch with his true magnificence. And we'll move over to Kathleen. As we infuse her being, her connection to pure source. To the extent that we've forgotten our true nature, our magnificence. We could call that forgetting the kind of darkness. And there are many, many pieces of that that give it support and a certain kind of functionality. But when we bring this light, this light, this radiance into her being and intensify it, there's no darkness that can withstand this radiance. We'll move over to Jill. As we flood her system with this love, benevolence, and intention to enhance. Every offering of love that we make to anyone at any time is significant. And here when we combine our intention, let's say it has a little more juice, then we move to a mirror as we intend to enhance her connection, her sense of well-being, her sense of being at home. So we infuse, continue to infuse her with this benevolent force, we could call it grace. Yes, in a way, we all are the gateways to purvey or to emit grace. So we move to Maria. We intend to infuse her being with greater benevolence, greater freedom, and a more perfect and pure connection with her, greater wisdom.
move to David as we intend to shower him with this force of benevolence, this force of grace, this force of love. This is not a prayer or a hope, it's a pure intention. We'll move over to uh, Margaret. And if you want to make a fire burn brighter, you increase the oxygen flow to the fire. So to increase the fire of consciousness, radiance of consciousness through Margaret, we enhance it with the oxygen of, it, oxygen of our attention and intention. We direct our consciousness, the flow of the awakened consciousness into her being. Don Drake. He's real direct this flow of magnificence into the being known as Don Drake. Such a beautiful thing to know each other and feel each other and serve each other in this way. Lenny, as we direct this magnificence into Lenny's being. See, we're not wanting Lenny to behave in any particular way or say th something or agree with our political viewpoint. We're not qualifying in any way. We're simply sending this presence into his being, knowing, full-heartedly knowing that his being, the wisdom of his being, will receive this and direct it accordingly. This says when we have a small child, ideally, I think, we don't try to determine what that child is, 
is going to become as they as they grow and develop. We just want them to be their very best. To experience the very best. To express at the very at their top of their potential. So now we'll move to myself and I'll hold a representation for all the people who missed the call today for whatever reason, whether they chose not to come or they couldn't come, doesn't matter. Whoever's been on the call will initially, I'll initially represent them, holding them close to our hearts with love and appreciation. And then next we'll infuse this energy into the being of everyone in the Trillium community, all the teachers, mentors, participants. As we send them love and appreciation and acknowledgement for the courage that they've shown in their journey. And then beyond that, to every person that anyone in Trillium, anyone and everyone they have contact with, parents, siblings, family members, all relatives, all friends, even the person who um, has, every person who's interacted with them in any way, sending this benevolence out layer after layer so that we touch with our will, with our design, their purpose, we touch every person on the planet through this network. Every living being, every living human is a part of what we are. So now just bring your attention back to this felt sense of self as I and rest there for a minute or so, and then we'll close. Okay, now you can start to maybe uh, move your toes or your hands a bit. Whatever helps you to kind of reacclimate to the eyes open type interaction. Bring your attention back to your big toes with, with gratitude and appreciation for your toes and your feet and your ankles. 
calves and up to your knees and thighs and hip area, spine and back and all the organs in your body, your shoulders, arms and hands and fingers, and through your neck and your head. Just offering appreciation for this magnificence of being alive. The paradox of being in a human body. When you're ready, you can open the eyes. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. The musical accompaniment is Awaken by Wayne Kington. To learn more about Wayne and his music, visit www.waynejosephkington.com.